Ask the podcast coach for March 21st, 2020. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that fun-filled music that means it's Saturday. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the School of Podcasting. Dot com and joining me right over there down we live in bunkers this is nothing new to us is the one and only Jim Cullison from the average guy TV Jim how's it going buddy greetings Dave happy Saturday morning to you yeah you know what uh, like I've been down here all week this is kind of weird it, it it you know this is I actually set up a webcam during this time that it I did this a couple months ago um, that faces out, you know, to, to watch my porch. Uh, and I, I thought it was for security purposes. It's a window. Right That's my window to the world. Like I, I catch myself looking at that um, all the time during the day. We, we shift. We'll talk a little bit about this in the show. Shifting to 100% at home has worked, but it's just a little different than I thought it was going to be. And so there's been some habits. I think as we think about podcasting, there's some things that will apply to it. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. It's as you might imagine, if uh, you're listening to this like in 2021 uh it's march 2020 and we're up to our eyeballs in a pandemic and uh it's hard to get away from it and so one of the things i wanted to start looking at because there are some like like think about shane wiley we talk about spybraries shane also does the tourpreneur what about chris christensen the amateur Mm. traveler podcast yeah like what are these and i was like well what's espn doing and jim you were saying what you you turned on sports radio in the car I did. I was I was going to get gas and a, a few other things to pick up some groceries, and I uh, they're they're doing brackets of television shows, so they're like they're pitting Gilligan's Island against uh, the Love Boat, and they're you know sixties and seventies, and um they're they're doing brackets that way. I mean it's they 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 don't have anything to talk about, but they're getting creative, and you know in podcasting, Dave, this is one thing we don't have to worry about. Like I have a tech show, and it's morphed. You know, for the last couple of weeks, we've kind of covered this, this, this COVID-19 from a tech perspective and taught we, last week we talked about websites that are tracking it and we talked about technologies, you know, they, the, here's, here's one that's interesting. If you took everybody's thermostat, right, we've gone completely, not all of us, but many have gone um, digital, right, with our thermostats. Well, the data in those things can tell us, uh, like, if you're turning the temperature of your house up, maybe you're not feeling well, right? Mm. Well, you put enough data points together and you can start seeing or predicting. Now they're not doing this. This is not, we're nobody spying right. on anybody and not saying the government's doing this. It was just a, it was just an idea of, Hey, could we start using smart technology to track kind of some of these things as well as some of the sites that are out there. So material wise, yeah, I have a tech show. I have a gadget show, but it can morph. It can change. And Dave, should we be like, you you just at the beginning of the show you just prefaced with hey if it's March 2021 we're probably through this thing like yeah so this this information may not be very valid so should we be topical on this it's hard to get away from it or should we avoid it I can see both sides of the story because I can see I, I never will forget I was putting together a desk once in my office in Cleveland and you're you're doing things like you just realized that you put the drawer in upside down or, or the slot B is not really slot B that's tab a, and you're just ready to just pick up the whole thing and throw it out the window. And I turned on, Oh, the real Brian, uh, something about money. I forget the name of the podcast, but, um, 
it was, uh, and I put it on and he came on and he was always, you know, the real Brian's always kind of high energy guy. And it was just like having a friend walk in the room and I didn't feel alone anymore. And so I get that in one ways people tune into us for like a distraction from all this stuff. But on the other hand, when I went out to Facebook today, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's basically, you know, 24 seven, you know, (laughs) so, uh, well, it's, it's a tough thing to, to think through like do you do specific um episodes towards it i had a listener uh, contact me from home gadget geeks this morning and said uh, via our, our discord chat and said hey i was just listening to 435 which was two weeks ago and man have we gone from maybe to it's here quickly and so you can um you know, you can be kind of a documenter of this, of how you, I mean, if, if you're doing a legacy project or you're doing some of those kinds of things where, you know, it's important getting some, did we feel how, how, how was it really going? Maybe someday it'll be, it'll be used as documentation on what really happened during this time. And so, you know, I don't know, I, I guess my advice is go with your gut and, and, uh, and do what you need to do um, for your audience. But it, it, it's interesting because it's just, it is very dominant, right? It's very yeah. in your face right now, and we just kind of have to deal with it. Well, there's a, a great post on Yaya, as in Y-A-Y-A, podcasting.com, and she talks about, like, here's how you survive, you know, this things that we should be doing, the guide to podcasting with a, a virus. So obvious things like wash your hands for 20 seconds, clean the microphone before and after each session. That one, I'm kind of like, I'm the only person using the microphone, but okay, wouldn't hurt. Still, still good microphone hygiene's not bad. That's true, yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't spray your micro gear with Lysol. Yeah, that's good. Uh, wipe down the keyboard and mouse before and after each session. Don't forget the cords. Clean your workspace at the end of the day. That is one of the things I want to do this weekend is, it's, it's one of the things too, when you come off the road and you're used to living in a hotel that's always clean and you come home and you're like, wow, I live in a pigsty. Replace your windscreen regularly. Store your gear in a plastic bag or container. Mm, okay, maybe. I get that, but like, I'm not. Not a bad, not a bad advice. Yeah. Bad. Um, but here's the other thing that she makes a point of. Don't share health or medical information with your audience that you can't attribute to a credible source and cite yeah. it in your show notes. Yeah, that's yeah. a good, that's a good point. I probably have, you know, in talking about this, I have probably given out misinformation that wasn't true just trying to be helpful but it probably wasn't totally true you know so you have to be careful like because there's just a lot of information going around and we are news outlets we are uh, i went when i interviewed my daughter she's like no dad you're a journalist like you have to be you have to hold to some kind of standard so i i think we need to be just a, just hyper aware of it right more aware i wish i could remember the name of it i watched the documentary on the National Enquirer. And it was mm-hmm. interesting because they point, it's kind of like OJ Simpson was actually one of the linchpins of fake news. And what I mean by this is when that whole thing went down, the National Enquirer hit our, they started off just doing shots of like crime scenes because people were like, oh my gosh. And of course, we all want to stop and look at the train wreck. But When OJ happened, they put a team of like 20 people on OJ where all the other major news networks were putting like two. And so there are things in the OJ trial that got him convicted in his 
uh, civil suit. Oh, in the civil case that they uncovered. Yeah. And so what was interesting is all of a sudden the National Enquirer almost became credible. And then be- because of that, and they went through the roof, then you had all the national news start to do more Kardashian-ish type of news. And here's the thing now. Now, you uh, like, it's weird. You know who my credible source is? John Oliver. Oh, yeah. Who's a comedian yeah. on HBO. Because yeah. I was like, look, I need a, like, straight to the point. And, of course, he made a joke out of it. He goes, well, he goes, should you be worried? He goes, a little bit. You know, he goes, now, now don't go, you know, crazy and wrap yourself in a bubble. Uh, he goes, but on the other hand, don't go licking the poles on the subway. He goes, you know, it's somewhere in between. And that's the thing that got me. I was like, it is kind of weird now that I'm like, you know, and he said, look, trust the CDC and trust the guy that was on CNN. There's some doctor that's like the ultimate authority on germs or whatever, airborne diseases and things like that. So that was the thing I thought was interesting because you're trying to find, you know, somebody that you go, yeah, there's there's really no spin here. And you wouldn't think there would be one, but it's it's interesting. Yeah, and I think it's it's really important during this time we're kind to each other. I don't think I need to be an expert in yeah. anything to not be able to say that. To, we just need to be kind to each other. Look out for one another. Make sure people are okay. Um, as we get into uh, into a phase of isolation, right? We we my daughter and my wife and I we we had a dance party in the kitchen last night. So we we poured a few drinks, turned on some music, had a little dance party, and um, just kind of blew off some steam. Like we had been together all week in the house and you know some of the news and if you follow the news too carefully you know you start going ah that's it uh, we just have to be you know we've been locked up together for a week that's never happened yeah. like that's never happened to us so i think we have to be kind to one another continue to one of the things i'm noticing is we're kind of back to, to the blab days when there's all these live streams all week yeah so chris Chris Curran over, you oh, know, um, yeah, he's done a couple and, uh, I was and you in came after in right you were after in me, <laughs> you <laughs> came in right after me, you missed the cigar. That was, yeah. I, I, I jumped in with a cigar, but, um, he's been doing some things and I've been noticing that trend with a lot more podcasters as they're going live during the week. It's not a podcast episode. It's just a hangout. It's giving people the opportunity to connect. I think we need that. We're, we're this week at work. Uh, I spent a bunch of time just connecting with coworkers on video and I've been teaching them during the course of the week. Here's how you do it. Like mm-hmm. make sure you have a headset, make sure your camera's good. Dave, all those things you and I talked about, that should become a, that podcast with you and me on home gadget geek should become the standard for, for at home workers. Like here's yeah. all the things that you need to do to make sure you're connecting. So podcasters are certainly leading the way in this connecting. So if you're in a if you're in an environment, you're a podcaster, you're in an environment where you can help people stay connected, do that. I've had so many emails from coworkers saying, Okay, now what equipment do I need? Yeah. To you know, and by the way, every webcam in America is sold out. It's I bet. not buying any webcams. You know, your headsets are questionable, microphones. I think you can still pick up these. Yeah. Um, and certainly high PR forty is available if you want to uh, if I, you want to do that. I replaced the jingle with so, you only have so many <laughs> slots. Oh, Emily. And I was I'm like, sorry. we never say high LPR 40 anymore. Oh, wait a minute. If mm. I, I, well, keep going. Um, oh. Cause I think it's in here somewhere. Yeah. Well, it, it's, we just have an opportunity podcasters right now. You have an opportunity to lead the world in communication and, mm. and that's important how we stay connected, how we do this via video. I, 
I'm getting questions on StreamYard yeah. and I'm getting questions on microphones and I'm getting questions on like, how do you do all this? I even influence our organization when they're doing meetings, especially big meetings to say, Hey, run that meeting. Like you'd run a podcast. Like don't, don't just let it happen. You have to kind of, somebody has to be there running the show. And um, it was great. We, we did a big team meeting and our COO was running it and she ran it just like a podcast. And it was, I, I just, I sat back and just smiled. I don't think she did it intentionally, but she was she really sure good at it. Yeah. yeah. Randy says you know? musicians are streaming more many for the first yes. time. My buddy, George Robb, who's been on the school of podcasting multiple times is a full-time musician. And he went from income to zero. Like everything. And I was like, holy cow. Um, I want to finish this quick article here. Some other things to think about this. Uh, Make a contingency plan for illness. So we don't plan Mm -hmm. on getting sick, but, Mm -hmm. and if you do and you need, like, if you get really sick, just tell your audience, hey, guess what? I got the bug and I'm going to be taking it easy. I will be back. You know, don't unsubscribe, you know, but if you need to take a break, do that. Also, if you need to take a break, so let's say, you're doing a sports show or a traveling show or whatever it is you used to cover just went away. Well, every hosting plan worth its, you know, weight in insert, whatever duck feathers um, will let you downgrade. You know, you don't want to completely cancel. Cause when you cancel, unless of course you're on a free plan, which of course is, um, but you know, they'll let you downgrade. And then when you're ready to come back, you can re-upgrade and your stats will still be there and things like that. Exchange, expect changes in listener behavior. So this is the question I've been dying to ask the chat room. I And I haven't looked yet. Are your numbers up or down? Because this is another one where I can see it going either way. I could see, oh, my numbers are up because everybody's at home and I, uh, you know, people are now listening at home because they couldn't listen at work. But I could also see the numbers going way down because I used to get a bunch of commuters that would, you know, listen on the way to the commute. Or I got people that are home and they would love to listen, except their kids are driving them nuts. So I'm going to go out and look at my stats here real quick. While you're while you're doing that, my listening, my podcast listening is way down. So I was a car, you know, I listened in the car and the car yeah. only. And I, you know, with the exception of Monday when I went in um, for something, I haven't been in the car all week. And so I've had to, I'm, I'm slowly switching over my listening from podcast to YouTube as I'm here at the desk and have those playing in the background, but I'm not really good at background listening. Like that doesn't work for me. So yeah. I'm going to have to figure out some ways, like I'm gonna have to figure out some new ways to do this for me. Um, those numbers are down for my home gadget geek numbers. They haven't changed. They're exactly the same. I, I haven't, and I don't know if we're far enough into this yet to really, yeah, kind of draw any conclusions. That's I true. think we need maybe three or four yeah, weeks. Because uh, Aliquity says her numbers yeah. are up. My numbers yeah. are a little down. Not okay. a lot, but I'm like looking at it like, okay, there used to be a... And again, I'm looking at daily stats. So daily stats, of course, are kind of crap anyway because it depends on people listening to your back catalog. But um, if I compare them to January... Well, see, that's not even fair at all because January to me is always up. So if I compare them to February... Uh, down a little, but not a, not a ton, nothing to, to write. I on. think for some, they're going to be up for some, they may be down. Yeah, that's what uh, I said. I can it, see this going it, either yeah. way. Yeah. It, it, I don't, I don't know. It, I don't know if it'll make, I wouldn't target that. Like I wouldn't make that my target necessarily during this time. I go, pull, this would be a great time to pull your audience and say, what do you need? You know, what, yeah. what kind of things, how can I help you during this time? Uh, we, 
you know, we're in this for the next six, 12, you know, whatever yeah. weeks, 24, whatever, however long this is going to be. If you've, if you've held off from doing an audience survey, this may be, this may be the time to get it out to just say, Hey, are you listening more? Is there things I can do differently? How can I help you on our show on Thursday? I just said, Hey, look, if you need someone to talk to, like we, we don't want this. We don't want people getting lonely and doing dumb things. So if you need somebody to talk to, reach out, like there's, there's numbers to call, or you can just reach out to me. Um, I'm here. I'm available. Don't, don't make decisions, you know, don't make any permanent decisions that during this time it's, it's going to be okay. Well, the other thing to think about is sports, all the players are home. They're yeah. bored out of their gourd and probably would come on a podcast. All the um, yeah. TV shows, yeah. TV shows, Netflix things. A lot of these have like mm-hmm. shut down production. There was um, there's a show on NBC called Superstore that I love because I used to work in retail and it's about working in retail. It's kind of a Walmart ish kind of store. And the one lead character who she's Amy on the show. I don't know what her real name is, but this was going to be her last season. And she's like, we shut down and we we have like four more episodes to do and I'm going to be gone. So now they have to work out a deal with her to kind of like come back. Like they're going to have to work around her schedule to finish the season because she's like moving on. Although she's not really moving on because whatever she was moving on to is also shut down. So it's kind of this weird thing. So, but one thing, um, another thing you can think about, don't worry about imperfect recordings. I was recording, I was doing an interview with a guy yesterday and I'm not sure why, but he ended up with his dog in his room and his dog was having nightmares. Mm. So he's sitting there and it's funny because I haven't heard this sound in a while. The one where it's like, and he's like, I'm so sorry. It's my dog. I'm like, dude, it's like, cause we're uh, even there. We're doing an interview. We're talking a little virus talk. And I'm like, dude, it's, it's totally fine. It's not a big deal. You know, so don't freak out if things aren't exactly the way you want. And if you have a sponsorship, this is, again, if they have to pull, like I had people, we'll talk about our awesome supporters later, but we had some people like, look, I'm sorry, but I got to like, you know, I'd love to continue to be an awesome supporter, but, you know, we got to tighten the, the budget here and, you know, I'll be back, but I can't right now. And I was like, there's absolutely no need for an apology. I totally get that. So. Um, so if you have sponsors and they got a pull, now it's not the time to have a hissy fit and go, but you have a contract or however it's going to go. I mean, if they have a contract, they have a contract, but it's, it's up to you to how to deal with that. But just realize that, you know, if, if things are not going well, if you, the, the better you treat people on the way out the door, the better the chance that they're going to come back. Yeah, no, for sure. I think our, our true character and integrity will be defined on how we handle this with each other, you know, in, in these, in these situations. Yes, thank you. Uh, I knew the the chat room would come through. Amy on Superstore is played by America. Is that how you say your name? America mm-hmm. Ferreira. Um, yeah. She was also yeah. on Ugly Betty, which I did not. She re- was. I did she not really, realize that, but I love. She her. was good. She I love really that show. show. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. If you ever worked in retail, you have to watch Superstore. Superstore? Yeah. yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. I thought I'd watch more TV, and I'm still not watching any TV. In fact, I'm watching less YouTube. I. I Dave, we got, I don't know what the heck happened, but we got busier at work during this thing than, than anything, you know? (laughs) And well, yeah, good for you. People, people, people laughed when like four months ago, I was like, I could either go to Redbox or I could sign back up for DVDs from Netflix. And I watched, Mm -hmm. um, what did I watch last night? Uh, bombshell. The thing I love about watching 
this is such a podcaster thing. Watching a DVD on your computer is, of course, if you're using um, the one player that plays everything, AV. Uh, uh, yeah, that's me. I'm like, what is it? Got a little. Uh, yeah, it's got, it's got a little cone. cone on it. That thing. It's got a cone. Yeah, that yeah. one. Um, mm-hmm. You can speed it up. So I'm watching VLC, I'm, VLC. Yeah, VLC yeah. player. I'm watching at 1.3 speed. I'm watching and I watched bombshell last night. Holy cow. Here's the interesting thing about this. If your makeup is so good that you actually look like Megan Kelly, are you really acting anymore? you like, all you got to do is make words come out of your mouth. But everybody in that Nicole, Nicole Kidman and um, uh, everybody, the guy that does um, that plays the really creepy guy from Fox can tell Dave was really into this movie, but um, is the guy from third rock from the sun. Um, the older gentleman who is oh yeah, yeah. that guy. Yeah. And the com- comedian guy. Yeah. And I couldn't even, you couldn't even recognize anybody because the makeup was so good. So mm, anyway, mm. Um, well, but yeah, so you were saying you're, you're oh, not watching DVDs. You're watching. I'm, I'm not getting watching anything. Like I'm working so much. Like we, we just cranked up. There's the art, the Gallup, data numbers that when we talk about remote workers, um, remote workers are more productive than those that go into work, which is crazy. So in all the numbers we've done, you're more productive at home generally. And I I always kind of went, really? Like that's the reason I go into work is because I thought I'm not very productive at home. Well, uh, apparently when you are home and um, you, you are forced to work from home, Dave, uh, I had, I bet I had a 30 or 40% productivity increase this week just because we were super busy. Now we're a media company. So we do a lot of, you know, we're in advice and analytics. We do a lot of data. We're talking a lot. We've been producing a lot of content. I did five, uh, five webcasts last week, just, just, you know, during the week. So we were super, super busy. So I got done every day. I was exhausted. Like, and then, you know, I'm like, I, I run out of time. I, I don't, you know, so it's been, it, it'll be interesting. Uh, all the advice has been working from home. Make sure you're separating work. Yeah, that's it. And I didn't do a very good job. Now I'm not like, I get to the end of the week and I'm not too fatigued. Like I'm kind of like, mm, you know, we had that little dance party last night. That was kind of fun. And we, we kind of goofed around and kind of enjoyed our time together. And, and so I'm feeling pretty good about today. I'm not going to work today going to go out, maybe clean out the garage or yeah, that's it. I got, I got to actually I have a podcast to get out. So I need to, I need to get that done. I've been doing education stuff. Like I watched, a, I've lost a lot of, a lot of webinars. Like I lot, I watched mm. a webinar mm. on, um, man, my brain is out to lunch today. It's a software that you can use a liquidity can tell me, um, she's in the chat room. It was a webinar on this thing that helps you write, um, like write books. I forget the name of it. Um, Scrivener. And, uh, Kyle says I'm less uh, I'm listening to less podcasts, less YouTube, less TV and almost no news. That's me. I'm like, I don't want to turn on the news, doing a lot more reading, writing and spending time with my family that is in the bunker with me. There you go. Yeah, it's yeah. even better. No, it's a good it's a good it's a good time to be present. Right. Yeah. It's not going to last forever. So it's a good time. Um, good time to be present. One of, one of the things I learned to do was do my coffee different. So, you know, yeah. down here. Right. I'm drinking coffee all morning. And, you, and typically, don't you, don't you have a frothing thing? I do. Like I make a, I make a, um, you know, I make a latte basically. Yeah. I froth it out. I've got two of them. I'm drinking them. Well, on Monday, things got so crazy uh, that I didn't drink any coffee that day. And Monday afternoon, I was just, I was ripping people to shreds. Mm. Like I just, I wanted to kill people. I'm like, what the heck is wrong with me? Like I've done this before. Realized I hadn't done any coffee. Ah. So Tuesday morning, I'm like, okay, I cannot do three espressos a day. Like I, 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 one, 
it's expensive. But two, my heart is going to just blow out of my body. So I was thinking, oh, what am I going to do? I'm like, oh, we got this old school. So today's coffee pour sponsored by Ask the Podcast Coach. <laughs> so I got this old school coffee maker, right? That I that um, we've been, I, we usually only have out for Christmas time. Mm. Um, but I pulled it out and then I was like, oh my gosh. And it's a, it's a, it's not drip. It's a perk. Okay. percolator. And I was like, oh my gosh, I, I don't know if I remember how to make, make coffee. coffee this way. <laughs> so started doing some things like figuring it out. And all week I've been, tw- I've been tweaking like, okay, how many cups how go many- in and how do I, how much water do I need to make sure I don't have too much extra coffee, but I have a little bit extra in case I want to. So it's been kind of fun uh, to, um, to, to work on that. It's been one of those projects of like, okay, I need to get the ultimate coffee. And then it, it's something I need. Like I can't, again, I can't at work. I would go down into the cafeteria and get the coffee. Well, I can't do that here. And I can't keep doing the Nespresso thing yeah. um, every day. So that kind of forced me into a new pattern and I'm, I'm kind of enjoying it. You know, it's a, and then, you know, after lunch, so I go upstairs and make lunch, saving tons of money on lunch, go upstairs, make lunch for myself, clean out the coffee maker, set it out, get it ready for the next day. So the, I think there's some good patterns we'll get into that I'm actually going to miss this. Like when I go back to the office and I get the crappy coffee. Taking the coffee maker with you? I might. <laughs> uh, Randy says, I need a home DQ blizzard machine. That's me. I, mm. I, I should be losing weight. I'm not. I'm, I'm mm. kind of going up and down because I'm not making runs for Frosties and blizzards anymore. Um, yeah, uh, Jim is uh, hashtag addicted to coffee. Um, oh, totally. Yeah. Um, Ross made a great point at home. You don't have nearly as many distractions. There's less office politics, no drop-ins, no commuting stress, and you're more focused on meeting deliverables. Yeah. And that's why you're more productive. That's weird. Um, I was watching Pat Flynn. Pat Flynn has just been doing a thing at 8am. He just gets on and like answers questions, which was kind of fun to watch. But he said, when you go with your commute, you kind of are starting to focus on what am I going to do today at work? Like yeah. when I get there, what am I going to do? And he said, you ought to kind of do that, you know, as you're walking to your computer or whatever, whatever your commute is, there's a, um, I forget the name of the, I'm horrible today with names, but I have a thing uh, on my computer that I said, sharing my screen. Um, I think I've mentioned this before where you basically can put in, it's like a to-do list, but every time I open up a new tab, this thing pops in. So if I open up another new tab, so if I had, if I said what's, here, what's the name of this? What, I, what do we, I can't remember the name of it. That's what I'm, I will okay. tell you in a second here. Okay. But if I say, you know, sweep the vacuum, the living room, you know, that might be whatever. And that way, no matter what I'm doing, if I open up a, a new tab and I'm, I'm over here and I'm looking at the co-virus thing and then I open up a new tab, it's going to hit me with vacuum. <laughs> so it's just mm. a way um, mm. momentum is the name mm. of this. It's an extension for Chrome and I think Firefox oh, and things cool. like that. And you can actually, I have the pro version, which lets me know that it's 31 degrees outside. And um, my goal weight is 185. I forget what this is about. 28 days till my, oh, so I, I, I have 28 days to get to 185. That's not happening, my friends. So that's called an, a, an unachievable goal right now. But um, it's a cool little program. But that is something that you might do. And, and what mm-hmm. what I've done is you will at times go, okay, what's the one thing I got to get done today? And then you check it off and then you put another one in. Yeah. Just a way to. Uh, to good, kinda- good to have just one thing at a time. Right? Yeah. Sometimes we just need this. is I was getting overwhelmed early in the week with so many things happening. 
And then my watch would be like, breathe, dude, breathe. Yeah. You know, it would, it would, it would do that for me. And I'm like, okay, I sit back, take a deep breath, close my eyes, you know, and, and just kind of get some, just get some air in them, in the lungs. Yeah. Jim says, Jim Harold says, I've always been much more focused on my home office, but super distracted with hourly world shaking news looking for return. Yeah. yeah. I just quit watching the news, which I realize is kind of a ostrich in the sand kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But most of it, like, I'm just not going anywhere. My brother, yeah. my brother yesterday went to Amish country and I'm like, you did what? Yeah. And he was just, he just had to get out. And I'm like, and he goes, and they were open. And I'm like, yeah, but you, <laughs> is I think we need to pay attention to the news, by the way. Yeah. Don't, don't obsess. This is the hard part. Like yeah. don't obsess, but don't cut yourself off. Right. Like don't just stop. There's important things happening. One of the things that you might want to consider, depending on the region that you live in, is trying to just keep track of regional news. That's so, it. I listened to an interview with our governor the other day, and it was really, really helpful. He was very, very positive and was like, hey, we're still, this is what's going on. These, we're going to still let restaurants serve, you know, delivery and drive through and, and right. carry out. You know, we really want you to, to still try to, you know, buy things locally. We kind of need to keep the economy rolling best we can yeah. at this point, knowing the situation, right? But so be safe. You know, I, I, um, we need to, we, we, we do need to try, I think, to keep some things rolling. So I, I, you know, Hey, if, if you need to completely disconnect, then completely disconnect. Right. But I, I, I think it would be good to at least try and stay local on some news, but, um, in your app, in your Facebook app, if you're on Facebook and that's another bad place to be, but yeah, if you're on Facebook, there's a news, local news section, that's often very helpful and it curates kind of some local news for you in there that I've actually found kind of helpful. It was one of those where it was like, Hey, here's a list of restaurants that are still open in the Omaha area that you can get carry out from. Nice. And I was like, Oh, okay. That's actually, you know, so my wife's 50th birthday was Wednesday night. And so we ordered carry out from her favorite place and the owner brought it out. Like the, we know the owner of the, of the restaurant, the owner brought it out and it was like, wow. Okay. So, you know, it was they're they're all hands on deck at yeah. this point. And, that's it. And yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. we can't we we can't forget about that. So find a good balance, right? Find a good balance. And I've been struggling like what news to watch, where yeah. I want to, you know, I want an app or something where it's kind of refreshing, but I don't want it to be sensational. Like don't do Yahoo or right. or, or MSN. Those are both sensational news sites. But it's you know Google News. I know some people complain about that. Like oh no, that's too biased. And I guess all news has a bias uh, turn to it, but. Yeah, stay connected in some way. Uh, and Joe Taylor says he picked up uh, takeout last night from a locally owned mm-hmm. restaurant. It's important to support these guys. Yep, and also tip Joe them, tip them well too. By the way, tip yeah. them well. And and Joe also wins the prize. It was John Lithgow is the guy yeah. in the uh, thing. But uh, spe- Third Rock, yeah. Third Rock, okay. Speaking of important things, uh, we do want to thank uh, the awesome supporters. He said, I think is that the right screen. Yeah, there we go. Except I can't get go. the. Um, from beginning. Yes. Start from beginning. There we go. Hey. I was like, what the heck? Because we do have, which is really cool, we have some new people. Um, he said clicking his mouse and wishing this would go forward, but it's not. <laughs> hmm. Well, this is interesting. So, uh, yeah, you can go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. Hold on a second. We're going to go back to square one. Wow. PowerPoint is completely locked up. It's just locked up on it, you. It huh? just went, hey, I don't think so. Let me make sure because I had like multiple stream. Okay. Now there we go. Okay. So, Boom. um, yeah. So we want to thank these people. They, every week they give us 20 or every month, not every week, every week would be great, but every month, 
Greg over at DebtShepherd.com. So that's one thing. Taxes now are not due till July. How crazy is that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm still doing mine. That's one of the things I originally had on my list to uh, to do this weekend, but maybe not. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So find him over at DebtShepherd.com. Glenn, uh, the geek over at HorseRadioNetwork.com. Josh Rivers at podcastguymedia.com. So if you're looking to start a podcast or need one edited, uh, Max Trescott over at aviationnewstalk.com. Shane at spyberry.com. Uh, Carl White, life in the Carolinas podcast.com. So if you're like, hey, when this whole virus thing is over and I want to do some traveling, I want to go to Carolina, uh, well, then maybe you want to go check out Carl. Uh, Kim Kraji at toastmasters101.net. So if you're uh, trying to Get over your fear of speaking. That's a great place to uh, start. And uh, our new patrons, we have um, Martin, who does a website. He doesn't even, I don't think he has a podcast. I couldn't find one. It's uh, Christian TT. And Dave said, pulling up his notes. I was like, what's the TT stands for? It's uh, for Trinidad and Tobago. I guess I'm pronouncing that right. Reflecting Mm -hmm. the origin of the website, which is, uh, this goes all the way back to 2012. It has grown to an international audience with over 700,000 monthly page views oh, with nice. articles. They have prayers. And, like There's actually a, a thing to a prayer against the coronavirus mm. um, written by authors from all around the world. The website is dedicated to encouraging and inspiring Christians in their uh, daily lives. And then the other one. So, again, check that out. ChristianTT.com. And uh, Ed, I met Ed. And you, if you actually go to Home Gadget Geeks. And look for episode 419, um, you will hear Ed Sullivan. And here's the fun thing. When you try to find Ed's website, have fun because his name is Ed Sullivan. And mm-hmm. there's all sorts of, you know, a really big mm-hmm. shoe. So mm-hmm. I found it. He's at uh, Studio 21. That's the number 21podcast.cafe. He actually, uh, if you're not watching the video now, this is a decked out. I was actually, it's, it's above a cigar shop, mm-hmm. but it's got, he's got, if you want to record video, if you want to record audio, everything's there. And while you're there, you can pick up a, a cup of Joe while you're at it, which is even better. So, uh, Ed, thank you so much also for uh, being a new supporter and a super nice guy. Uh, he's actually in Salem North. Uh, I guess it's New Hampshire. But for me, it was Boston when I got to meet him. Uh, and also our uh, awesome $5 supporters. So we're talking about Corey Finneran. Uh, from Ivy Envy, Chris Holyfield from IamSaltLake.com, Ed Ryan from Podcasting for Dummies, um, Eric, has Ed done a show recently? I guess he hasn't. I haven't seen one. No. Uh, yeah. Eric uh, Hunley, who is everywhere, UnstructuredPod.com. I don't know if he, if he hired a PR firm or what, but every time I turn around, there's Eric Hunley again. Uh, Eliquity, who's in the chat room from TravelGlutenFree.me, Jason Bryan from MattTalkOnline.com. There's another guy. He's all... Uh, you know, wrestling all the time and his sport went away. So, ouch. Mm. Um, yeah. Jason at cuatx.com, Jeremy Dennis at transmissionspodcast.com, some guy named Jim Cullison. I've heard of him. Yeah. Uh, at the average guy.tv, Jim Harold at podlords. I have to play the music podlords.com. Um, Joe Salsi High at stackingbenjamins.com. Uh, Jay Cleveland Payne at morebettermedia.com, Carrie Porterbond at keywestperspective.com slash podcast, Kim at teachersneedteachers.com. Boy, do they now. I bet they're all like, what are you using to get your stuff online? 
Kim Slusher at distractedlifepodcast.com, uh, Master Cauldron at cauldronscript.com, Matthew at scottishpodcast.com, Michael Ray, Ross Brand at livestreamuniverse.com, uh, Rob Griffiths at bedtime.fm, uh, Troy over at blacklistexposed.com, uh, and Troy Price at uh, Frontport, frontportstudios.com. I got to meet Troy at uh, podcast or Podfest uh, briefly. If you'd like to be an awesome supporter, simply go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. And uh, thanks again to everyone who's uh, been supporting the show, especially our new peeps. So thanks so much for that. I appreciate that. It was it was good to have Ed on Home Gadget Geeks a, a while back. We talked about, you know, that, that they do cigar stuff. We yeah. talked about cigar tech, but Ed's just a super nice guy and is becoming a good friend. So I just appreciate it. it you know, during this time, we have a great opportunity to reach out to people more often. And so to, to build those relationships, to reach out to other podcasters, uh, I don't think, you know, yeah, we, we have our listeners, but this would be a good time for us just to reach out to each other during the week. Say, hey, how are you doing? How are things going? That's you know? it. I've actually um, thought of doing the Pat Flynn thing, which is just launch a, a Zoom meeting, mm-hmm. put a link in Facebook and say, you need someone to chat. I'm just going to have my camera on and just leave it there. And just yeah. see who pops in. But that then goes back to Ross's thing. That's basically taking it back to work and going, I'm just going to invite distractions and interruptions. Yeah. I have some open time this week though. And and I may, I've been, I've been toying with the idea of like, okay, how do I keep our community engaged in, in a time when they are desperately looking for normality? They're desperately looking for those connections. And I, I think I'm going to do it, you know, just open up, a call. I probably, I, and I'm going back and forth. Uh, I'll probably not broadcast it. It'll just be an opportunity in our, in our, you know, certified community coaches, uh, coaching our certified coaches and say, Hey, you know, between uh, I'll do one at seven, I'll do one at one and I'll do one at 7 PM. That way I kind of cover the globe. And if you just, if you just got questions or want to chat, it's not tech support, but jump in here and let's, you know, let's have some conversations. So I, I think it's good. Again, uh, you know, I'm seeing more podcasters do this where they're opening up. By the way, I think it'd be a great time for us U.S.-centric folks to think about some other timings. Yeah. So, you know, don't 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 always make it 7 p.m. because our friends in Europe are already asleep. Yeah. And so think think about doing something early or think about staying up really late at night. Illiquity has a great point if you're trying to support your local business. Because the other thing, like I have a there's a really cool yeah. restaurant walking distance if I wanted to like put on a coat um, called Rockney's and I love their salads and I need to order a salad. We want these local businesses. There's a local family restaurant that I didn't even realize it's like 10 blocks from my house. And I just, it's something like Luann's family dining or something like that. I'm like, I need to like see what's going on. Cause all these little mom and pop shops, those are the ones that really get squished. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And if you're, if they're, if you want them to be around, now may be a good time to support him. Yeah. You know? Harry yeah. is doing Harry Duran from podcastjunkies.com is doing that. He's, he's brainstorming what he called ideas in the new reality where he just spitballs virtual ideas live. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, there's, there's great. This is a great opportunity in a lot of ways. People, you have, you, we have a kind of a captive audience and you have people home where they haven't been home before. Well, and so they may be able to join you on, on YouTube or, or whatever. Well, one of the reasons I'm, watching educational stuff is I found myself watching crap. Like just like, cause you're like, well, 
all right, this has so-and-so in this movie. I guess I could watch it. Not like, oh, I'm dying to see this. I love this person. And I was like, wait a minute. You know, why am I not watching things that could actually help me in the future? Maybe I'll have a new skill set or something like that. And uh, we'll see what goes on. Um, Kyle says, YouTube has been throttling traffic and resolution because of high demand on bandwidth. That's interesting. Oh, I bet. I bet. Yeah. No, I bet they have. But they have indeed. Yeah, you know, a lot of these tech companies are going to have to scale. Even our friends at StreamYard are probably are grappling with with scaling uh, during this time. This is <laughs> if you're if you're not a C, uh, if you use StreamYard and you're not a a paid subscriber. Um, when we think about supporting local companies, um, this may be a good time to pay uh, for StreamYard because Dan, I'm sure Gage yeah. and Dan have had to spin up, you uh, know, tons of servers to be able to support this and. I think their low plan is 200 bucks a year or something like that. And it's worth it. So if you're, if you're using StreamYard, uh, now may be a good time to kick it in. So here's the fun field question um, from Kathy. She says, what do you guys think about captivate? If you played with them at all, uh, Jim, I am not. No, uh, I, am I not. have. I was actually making tutorials last night for the school of podcasting on captivate. They, they, um, they, I think there was a limit on how many downloads you can have or they raise your price. So they don't shut you off. So they kind of break my rule there. But, uh, and I also am worried about this. Um, I, I Last night I went and I, I added my show to Spotify, a show I made up in Captivate. Went to Spotify, claimed my field, which literally 10 minutes, and I was in Spotify, which was cool. And that's not a Captivate thing. That's a Spotify thing. Went over, played my episode, and played, I'm going to guess, maybe two seconds. And in, in Captivate, it showed as a play. And I went, mm, mm. But then it didn't show that it came from Spotify. So I'm gonna, I might talk to Mark about that. But that's where things get really weird mm. because then I'm actually helping my competition. Because full disclosure, I work for Libsyn. So here's right. the thing. What they've done is they said unlimited shows, unlimited episodes. So if you want to start 27 shows with 5,000 episodes, bring it on. Because how they make their money is the more downloads you get, the more you have to pay. So, and this is where I haven't done the math on this yet. If I compared the school of podcasting to captivate, I'd spend 30 more dollars a month for my one show because, because I get enough downloads that I would have to pay 50 bucks a month for the school of podcasting, but for building a better Dave, no, it would be, well, I'd still be paying 20 bucks a month where now I'm paying seven. So I'm, I'm spending more money there. So it makes sense in a way if you have multiple shows that aren't that popular, which is kind of a, a weird way to do it. But eventually then if you do get popular, then you're going to have to upgrade. So I haven't done the math yet to figure out the the one thing they, they do that more people are starting to do and Libsyn is starting to do uh, is you can have team members. So you can have your editor and things like that and different rights and things like that. So I, so far, they're not hor- they have a really cool player. You know, I will give them that. Uh if you go to well, here, let me just show you um behind the scenes here. My PowerPoint is just really not my friend today. Um if you go to biggest loser hmm, podcast, biggest loser fan cast. It tells you how much I am into my own podcast. That is a captivate website. And it's not horrible. Um they have, uh, you know, Daniel's a uh, uh, advisor. 
James Cridlin is an advisor. Please remember that when he starts bashing Libsyn. Not that Jim's not not <laughs> not that James has no credibility, but just keep that in mind. There might be a little bit of bias. Um, but they're playing. He, he was he was just on on uh, podcast junkies. Wasn't yeah, he? that was a great was conversation. It was a good interview. He did a nice job. Yeah. I learned a lot from him. So it's it's pretty sweet. If I uh, just to show you what their um, stats look like. I will, and I this show again. I've I've said this before. The Biggest Loser show is horrible. It's it's not really it's, as is the Akron podcast, which has now turned into the let's talk about the virus in Akron. So this is what the, here's what I'm missing here. See how they have downloads today, downloads yesterday, but I'm still and they have an average per day, but that's not average per episode. That's that's the one. I'm like, hmm, that would be kind of cool. But if I go, if I say, show me the rest of my stats, um. You know, they kind of look like stats. You know, here's your daily trends. So you get your apps, you get your operating systems, you get your, uh, I can't get into cities here yet, which may be coming in the future. That's they're, they're brand new. I mean, they've been around, I think less than a year. So I can see my total downloads. Uh, I don't know if I can export these. I see. I can just do this. Oh, that's kind of cool to see all of them. Um, and this is just for the last 28 days. If I say for all time, it's got to do a little thinking. There we go. So, um, you know, so that's their, their big claim to fame is you can have as many shows as you want, as many episodes as you want, but just realize they're going to ding you on the download eventually, eventually. Now, and that's where you have to kind of do the math and go, all right. So if I, like for me, like I said, for the school of podcasting, I'd be paying 50 bucks a month. It's that at lips and I'm doing 20. But if I took Building a Better Dave and probably asked the podcast coach and see Logical Weight Loss podcast would put me over. That's one that's getting thousands of downloads. But if I had a bunch of little shows, you know, so if you mm-hmm. want, um, mm-hmm. so that's uh, that's that uh, Pinecast. Same thing. Pinecast just raised their uh, their pricing. They were five. That, that's a horrible, uh, really nice guy. I think Matt is the guy there has unlimited up and downloads. 80 megs per episode limit. So that again is kind of a recipe for how to go out of business. I mean, he could have a really popular show over there and just bring him down. Cause I, that's where all my dead shows go to live. I throw them on Pinecast because I can put as many shows like the musicians coolers over there. It's just cause you can have as many episodes as you want, as many downloads as you want. And I went, wait a minute. I mean, if you think about it, Lipson limits how much you can upload um, Pine or um, Captivate doesn't limit, but they charge you more if you get really, really popular. As does Buzzsprout, for that record. Um, so you got to have one or the other. Otherwise, if you have a upload as much as you want, get as many downloads as you want, you're just kind of bending over and going, "Yeah, uh, just get me right here," because bandwidth is not free. But it, it'll be interesting to see. I like them, you know. So, but. Uh, and and his stats, if I, let me pull up Pinecast. This is actually one of the things I'm working on. And that's why I actually put a, I have right now, I have tutorials at the School of Podcasting on Blueberry. I have uh, tutorials on Libsyn. Um, and I'm going to add uh, Captivate. I'm going to show Spreaker. Like nobody else has all that information. I'm like, well, I should turn this into a, a course because there are people, and, and they all have their own, Superpower. So this is uh, this is Pinecast. So you can see these are all my old dead shows. 
that come here to live. So if we look at the rodeo show, now I'm just paying five bucks a month. I'm grandfathered in. So I just have the very basic stats. Um, he just added uh, episode numbers, like, I don't know, a couple months ago. Because I kept saying, why can't, like, everybody else has, and he goes, oh, you're not doing seasons, so you don't need episode numbers. And I'm like, no, I do need episode numbers. So you can see, and I have no idea if these are remotely IAB compliant even, you know. So his stats are kind of, meh. You know, I can see my downloads, and that's all I'm going to get here. Uh, if I want to see how many downloads I'm getting per episode, it's this little one right here, 274, 302, 271. Now I can, uh, if I want to renumber my episode, that's kind of cool. I just saw that. Uh, I thought maybe not anymore. I used to be able to export these unless I'm missing it. Data from Spotify. Hmm. I used to be able to export this as a CSV file and maybe it's at the very bottom which would make sense if he took that away. Cause that's the whole thing. It's, Oh, here it is. It's right here. I can export, but I don't want by week. I want by episode. So again, it's five bucks. What do you want? And I don't really care about my stats on this show. And this is always for the record, the subscriber ask any company that is measuring subscribers. And they'll tell you that stat is kind of crap because if my app, if I have the Apple podcast app set to check my feed every hour, then it's going to look like 24 subscribers. So that's always kind of a, a crappy thing. The thing, well, what I like about the, their little gizmo, if I go into an episode is their player is you have a couple different versions and they just came out with a new one, but I, I, I always want to know how they do this. Some, some, uh, some companies are able to see what color your logo is and use it on the player. If I get a, if I go back to a different uh, episode here, but, and the other thing to keep in mind with all these players, remember that only about 3% of your audience comes from your website. So I know a lot of times we'd love to obsess over, oh, this player is so cool. My God, nobody's going to mm-hmm. see it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> these are all black. I'm trying to find somebody with color, but it's uh, it's five bucks. It's, you know, it's the, the my whole thing is, I guess they're not going to go out of business because they are charging. He did, but he did just raise his price. I think he's up to 10 bucks a month now. And he, the other thing he's done, which I'm surprised more companies are not doing is you can now go a la carte. You can go, it's 10 bucks a month, but I need, I want to have the ability to accept tap, uh, accept, um, you know, tips. Okay. Well, that's another five bucks. And Joe says, yeah, if you want full stats, it's 20 bucks a month. Well, if I'm paying 20 bucks a month, I want IAB certified stats. I'm going with Libsyn or blueberry. So, um, but also keep in mind in, you know, some, some hosting companies make things easier to do, whether it's submitting to directories and things like that. But in the end, they are all, you know, if let's all assume that there's no problems with uptime or downtime, your host is not going to make you more popular. That really comes down to, to you. So, yeah, they are, they are stats driven and they are ease of use driven, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, you know, with, with new podcasters coming in who, you know, Lipson and Blueberry's interface, and maybe even Spreaker's a little bit because they grew in because they've been there. They've been there longer. They've given more options. They have more screens. Options equal yeah. confusion, and so people get to those sites. And I see this in the Facebook groups all the time. They're like, "Oh, that's too hard," and you're like, "Well, no, it's you just have more options." And and you know, you go to some of the other newer ones that have made it easy, 
they don't have those, they don't have all those options that are available. So they're easier, right? Well, that's the thing. That Eventually was- they get more complicated, right? They, if they add more and more things to it, it'll get, it'll get more complicated. So simple cast, not so simple anymore. From what I hear, I've had a few people that said they're adding more and more features and it used to be their interface was like, holy cow, they made this drop dead easy. Yeah. And they're adding more and more features. They're also changing their pricing now because, you know, it used to be super cheap and super easy. That's a winning combination. Then they added more stuff. And it's like, uh, it's like Podchaser. Like, have you been out to Podchaser? Like, there's a million options out there yeah. now. Now, listen, I love Podchaser. I'm, I'm a big Podchaser fan. But um, it, it, they have certainly grown into the space and it's gotten more complicated. And so you kind of have to find that spot where you, where you like it. One, I, I really do think any of the, any of the major ones now, especially if it's IAB, it's going to be fine. Like get past the hosting thing and get, get on Back. to production, right? Yeah. That's the, that's the important part. Everybody can do everything for the most part. Um, just kind of find, find out, find the one that works and that you're comfortable with and that you like. That's it. I find a lot in the community, everybody sets up on one and then they start asking questions about others. Should I have? Well, don't, don't, should you, should I have? You are, you're there. You've made the decision, sink your teeth into it. And I guess if you're early, you could, there's still a chance you could move and stuff. And I'm not opposed to people wanting to learn more about these things, but eventually you need to cut bait and, uh, and move on and let's get some good content out there. Joe says they, and I'm assuming he means Pinecast. Claim to be IAB certified. I bet what he's saying is IAB compliant. Mm. Certified is tens of thousands of dollars, and they come in with an anal probe and go over every single line of code. And that's where the blueberries, I don't think Podbean yet is IAB certified. You know, it's the bigger companies because they're the ones that took the hit to do that. if you're a hobby podcast, I'm yeah. not sure that matters. That's it. To be just to be honest, if yeah. you're just a hobby, you're not making any money. You're just doing it for fun. Yeah. If you're not worried about sponsors, no. And I actually I use them all. You know, I've got Home Gadget Geeks on all of them. Uh, well, I shouldn't say all because that's pretty strong, but many, most, I think, 15 different hosting providers uh, I have it on. I could go. I could switch at any time. Not all of them will do 301 Redux and all the blah 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 blah. But um, you know, it just just keep moving forward. Yeah, Kathy says she's currently on Buzzsprout for free, but wants mm-hmm. to move soon. Here's the thing. When you do that, um, get both parties involved. First of yeah. all, talk to who, let's say you're moving to Libsyn. Email Libsyn and say, hey, I'm on Buzzsprout. I want to move to you. Or if you're moving to Blueberry or whoever, you, get them. Do not do this yourself. Uh, even though you can, even though there are tutorials, it's always good to get the servers people involved. Because I've had, I had a guy this week that that did some things and I was like, hmm. That's mm, boy, I wish you would have called me first, yeah. you know, and then yeah. likewise um, work on the other end because I've had people like, Hey, I moved to Libsyn. I'm not getting any downloads. Like what's the deal? Oh, well you haven't redirected your old feed to look at the new feed mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. your audience is still looking at your old stuff. So, yeah. so, and it's awkward. Uh, I understand sometimes to contact somebody and go, hi, love your service. I'm leaving. It's, you know, you got to do it. And it's really, it's not like they're going to reach through the computer and, you know, yeah, yell at you. Get, get, a, get a pro. Yeah. I you mean, know, get a, get a pro to help you out. You wouldn't re-roof. If you didn't know anything about roofing, you wouldn't just tear your roof off. Right. Yeah. You, you, you'd, you'd hire somebody. And so I think it's, it's really important if you're going to move and you got a lot and it's important to you, I think you hire somebody to help you hire you to help. Well, when yeah. I always, if, if somebody emails me and says, Hey, I'm leaving for whoever, you know, I'll say, okay, 
export your stats because they always forget that your stats don't go with you. If you don't have a local copy of your, your files yet, um, you might want to copy those. Although in theory, your new host should copy, you know, the files on Libsyn to wherever you're going. And I try to make it the most pleasant. You know, like I'm, I'm going over the top customer service on your way out the door because there are plenty of times when they leave and about three weeks later, they go say, uh, how do I come back? thought the grass was always greener on the other side. And it turns out I'm making half a penny on this company that said I could make money. Illiquity says you can hire Dave Jackson for a consult with each provider you want to choose. Yeah, I'd recommend it. And I don't do it because I do this show with you. I'm yeah. not making any money off of that. I should have an affiliate relationship with you. You should. I don't. I No, I don't. No, it's not. I, I don't want one. Um, I, I am happy to send people your way and, and I do all the time. But um, it, 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 it get, get somebody involved. And, uh, and, and why not let it be Dave, but it get, get it in there. Cause it is complicated. I mean, just in the few things you said, I was kind of oh. like, Oh, Oh, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so there's, there's a lot to think about. Ed, Ed Ryan has asked me to write a post on how to move from one web host to the other. And I, I said, I told Ed, I go, I really don't want to put that on in public. Yeah, I go, no. because it's kind of like, Hey, here's a gun it can shoot you. So be very careful with it. And it's like, I've seen, you no, know, you want that to be a, 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 a individual thing. Cause yeah. there's so many factors yeah. in there. So, you know, it's like, it's like setting up a podcast to, to be honest with you. There's so many things. I mean, now there's so many things to get going. If you try to write a post about, Hey, here's the best way to do it. Well, there's a couple different best ways yeah. to do it. And, you know, and, and then they get so loaded with, you know, personal agendas and things. So, um, it's good. It's good to, to have hire a consultant in the, in, especially in that space. Well, and, and really, um, I interviewed, um, Misty Phillip. I talked about this. Uh, she was supposed to be interviewed last week. I interviewed her yesterday and this is the person behind, uh, the spark Christian podcast conference. Mm-hmm. And I was really expecting her to have all sorts of lessons on what she learned and she really didn't have that many. Why? Because she, she had friends who had had done this before. And so a lot of the things that really end up shooting yourself in the foot or whatever, you're like, Oh my gosh, what do you mean? It's $8 million for coffee or whatever. Uh, She kind of learned a lot of this. So, um, you know, it's a a big deal. Zach has a question here before we uh, start wrapping things up. Since I use my RSS feed on PowerPress, I can store my podcast episodes wherever I want. Well, yep. And just keep in mind, always have a backup of your WordPress site. Keep those keep those plugins up to date. And you know, for me, if I was doing that, I would almost put my I would I would if I'm gonna use PowerPress, I'm gonna use Podcast Mirror. Because I've seen at times if you get super duper popular where I I, I like I've always said, I have a love-hate relationship with WordPress. I love it, it's great, but on the other hand, I've also seen it, you know, no, nothing worse than the white screen of death from WordPress when you go, I didn't change anything, you know, so. Yeah, make sure you're always, backing that up. Yeah, always, always make have sure. a backup, so. Yeah, I think National World Backup Day or something is either coming up, I think it's coming up here at the end of the month, Maybe might be March 30th, but that it's a good reminder as we're on our way out here on the recorded show to get your stuff backed up, you know, this would be a good time. When you're home, review your backup plan. Make sure you've got things going the right places. Anyway, so on the School of Podcasting this week, it will not be my interview with Misty Phillip. I need to edit that yet. I think what I'm going to do is talk about what is 
bad audio? Like, and how do I make bad audio? And why is it bad audio? Because it's one of those things where, um, what was the old uh, legal case for Larry Flynn when they were, he was the porn guy behind Hustler, and the one judge said, I can't really tell you what porn is. I just know when I see it. Yeah. Bad audio is one of those things that's hard to describe, but I know when I hear it. And so does my audience. I did an episode of the podcast rodeo show where somebody had, and I go, is it just me or is this bad audio? And my audio is like, no, no, hands down. That was bad audio. So I think that's what's going to be this episode of uh, the School of Podcasting. Jim, what's coming up uh, for you? Yeah, we'll release it later this weekend, but how the tech community has kind of responded to this COVID-19. So a really kind of a, a cool show. I'll share a little story in the post show about it. And uh, you can find it out at theaverageguy.tv. Awesome. Thanks to our awesome supporters again. If you'd like to be an awesome supporter, simply go out to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. Also in the post show, we're going to be answering Joe Taylor's question, which is what the heck is a podcast mirror? It's feed burner with a different name, um, basically, in a nutshell, that's updated. And uh, so thanks to the, the chat room. Thanks to our awesome supporters. And uh, we're not going anywhere. We'll be here next Saturday. Askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. And uh, until then, go wash your hands. Don't freak out. Be safe. And uh, stick around for some post-show.